surprised by it, he says, because there were other tzaddikim who were there, Shem and Aver and other tzaddikim who were involved in the building. Now, it's true that by the Haggadah we say, we start with the degradation and we end in the perfection. We start with, with Avram Avinu and the rest of our Avos and Imamas. We're of the Avodah they worshipped idols. And Basof, they came to be Tachas Kanfi Ashkina. It's still hard to believe that Avram Avinu was one of the Bone Hamigdal. That's what the Benes writes. Apipshat. Thought to explain the Ibn Ezra. I was sitting by Shal Shuddis last week. I thought to explain the Ibn Ezra that at first, can't find it now, but the Pasik says, Vayomer Isha Re'ehu. One man said to his friend, Hava, 
let's make some bricks and we'll build a, we'll make a project together. And that Lashon of Vayomer Ishal Re'ehu spoke to Avram Avinu. He's like, oh, Ishal Re'ehu, friends, doing something together. It's the language of Avram Avinu. The very next pasuk, before anything, Vayomer Ishal Re'ehu, let's build Hava, Nilvuna, Levenu, let's make some, some bricks. The very next pasuk, without anybody saying anything else, Vayomeru, again Vayomeru. Like a little bit later, no one said anything in between, so it could have just continued with that original Vayomer, the second. The second Vayomru obviously indicates this is like a later stage. Oh. The second Vayomru is already about Nasa Lanu Shame. Let's make a name for ourselves. That approach was less Avram Avinu wasn't so. So there's a Torah from the Nitziv. The Nitziv, Kedark Bakodesh, Hazruch HaKodesh. And the Nitziv says that. Chazal referred to this event of the Kivshana Eish or Kastim. Kivshana Eish. The origin story of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu and the Kivshana Eish is nowhere to be found in the Torah. There's an allusion to the fact that it says that he came out of Or Kastim. Kastim, the Chaldeans, was a, was a recognizable, this is something that we all know about, but the Or Kastim, was Or Kastim, Or is a reference to Kivshana Ish Chazal, learned from there this story of Avram being thrown into a furnace and not perishing in the flames. Then it's if, with great Ruach HaKodesh, because it doesn't say this anywhere, says that, he doesn't quote Ibn Ezra, but it's all flowing through one ocean. The Ibn Ezra says that Avram Avinu was one of the Bone Hamigdal. And it says that Avram Avinu wanted to leave or cast him. He doesn't address Avram's role. He wanted to leave or cast him. And if you know how to read the Nitziv properly, the Nitziv is saying, the Nitziv is saying, Avram Avinu one day said, Ah, Nasilan Ushem. This is not about Ishal Re'ehu, this is about Nasilan Ushem. This is about an ego trip. This isn't about Anan B'chavivus Atalia Milsa. This is not about connecting all of the pieces together of Hashem's beautiful unity. But this is about one and one and one and one and one. Let's make a name for ourselves. So Avram said, I want out. So they said, Ah, you want out? You don't want to be part of it? That's okay. Yeah, you're, everyone's free to go. No problem. You just have to walk through the furnace. That's all. The Kivshana Eish, then it says, this is what he actually says. These are the words that he actually says. He says that the Kivshana Eish was the thing that they used to make the bricks. You make bricks. You put them in a kiln. You put them in a... You take the straw and the mud and you mix it all together. And that's how you, that's how you make a brick. That's all he says. Take that Nitziv and you take the Ibn Ezra and you put them together with some candles and a bunch of friends sitting together. Avram Ravina was saying, I don't want to be part of this anymore. And they're saying, you don't have to be part of it. But if you don't want to be part of it, you have to walk through the fire. So there's a Torah from the, uh, the Grah. The Vilna Gon said, there's a Gemara that talks about one of our sages who wanted to make sure that the Torah wouldn't be forgotten from the Jewish people. 
So he took some seeds and he planted some seeds and he grew some pishtan, he grew flax, made some nets out of the, once it grew, caught a deer, raised the deer until it was ready to be turned into parchment for a Sefer Torah, made it into parchment for a Sefer Torah, procured the ink from scratch, wrote a Sefer Torah, and then brought it to different towns, different Sefer Torah that he was able to write. And this method of doing this over and over again to educate the children. So the Vilna Gon said that, why didn't he just go to the regular you know, channels, go to like uh, you know, and go buy some parchment and a little bit of ink and, you know, go get a quill and write a Sefer. What do you have to, like, plant the nets that are going to catch the... So is it because this tzaddik understood that if you want the chinuch to last, it has to start from the very beginning. It has to be bekdusha. It has to be holy. From the very beginning, it has to be holy. <coughs> and the Gros said that that Indian of wanting to do things from scratch from the very beginning as a way of making sure that it's, that it's going to last... That's going to be something that has kiyum. That idea also exists in the hepech of Kedusha, in the opposite of holiness. Mm-hmm. The Gros says that the words hava nilvana levenim, hava, is, those words are extra. Nilvana levenim, let's make bricks. Hava nilvana levenim, the words hava, says the Gros, are a word which means let us, let us prepare. Hava, come, let's get together. That's, it's like uh, we're learning now the laws of Zimun. It's like, it's like the Hazmana Lemilsa. It's like the Hava, come, let's, let's all get together and we'll make these bricks, mamish, from scratch. Even the Indian of making bricks. Not going to take it from a quarry. We're going to take straw and mud, put it together, and we're going to make everything from scratch from the bottom up. That's what a tower is, from the bottom up. And the Gros says that we see that Hashem's reaction to that is, ah, Hava nilvana levenim, you want to you wanna try to make something that's lasting, especially with Ibn Ezra's understanding that this wasn't, this all was not a punishment, this is a purification that's taking place. You were looking for the Indian of making something from the bottom up. They were concerned that Hashem operated too heavy from the top down, bringing the marble. You want something from the bottom up. I'll show you from the bottom up. Let me introduce you to Avnavinam. Last week we spoke a little bit about Avram Avinu, the difference between Avram and Noach. Noach is, is gemalt, he has a bris from the time that he's born, Avram has to give himself a bris. Noach is his halich with Hashem together from the very beginning. Avram Avinu has to be his halich tamim. in the future you'll become tamim. Avram has ten tests, Noach has none. Avram is the, is the bechina of building from the bottom up. A quote from the Ben. Oh, it's a good thing my father signed off. Okay, otherwise I'd have to get from permission to quote from the Ben Ishchai in front of my father. <laughs> the Ben Ishchai in Parsha Shmos explains. We have the word Hava there also. By Paranatzrayim, this is this is this is a wild Torah. We don't have time to explain this right now. Hava. By Mitzrayim, it says, Havon is Malo. Come, same thing with preparation. Come, let's, 
that's, that's how we know that it was, like the Ramban says, it was like a subtle plan, you know? Let's be tricky with them, but the Jewish people will, first we'll, we'll get them to work for pay, and then we'll slowly cut back on the pay, and we'll start by like joining with them, and then slowly we'll, we'll pull out. And, and in this way, Hava, from the very origins, from the, from the, from the bottom up, we're going to enslave them. So the Ben Ishchai says the following wild Torah. Berch Remes. Kamuvan, this isn't the psychology of the this isn't the psychology of the Mitzrim as much as it is the deep, deep, deep subconscious, almost rooted in the what we call the Sarushal Mitzrayim, the, the, the archangel of Mitzrayim. This is like the archetype of Mitzrayim having a conversation here with with itself and battling in the, on the deepest levels. So he says like this. This is how he explains it. He says, Havon is if you look in the Torah, Mitzrayim is called Mitzrayim. A few psukim later, they're called Mitzrayimah. Not in reference to, normally, hey at the end of the word means la Mitzrayim. Like, ya- like Yaakov in goes Charana, which means lecharan. Here, they're just called Mitzrayimah, as like, that's their name, Mitzrayimah. Strange item number one. Number two, Ben Ishchai says, Havon is Chakmolo, is the Mitzrim speaking to Paro. That's Mi Amar Al Mi, if you look in the psukim. Havon is Chakmolo, is the Mitzrim saying to Paro, Hav, hey. That's how Mitzrayim becomes. Mitzrayim, give us your hey. Give us a hey. Give us a hey. Mitzrayim becomes Mitzrayim, says the Ben Ishchai. Again, this is all B'derech Remez. It's time to explain what this means. Mitzrayim has the same numerical value as Shechina. Shechina is the Jewish people, the embodiment, the ambassadors of Hashem in the world. Mitzrayim can't enslave the Shechina. But Mitzrayim can be Zelu Matzeh, Keneged, the Jewish people. Paro, give us your hey. Have hey, Paro. Your name is Paro. You have a hey at the end of your name. Give us that hey. Through your leadership of giving us that hey, we'll be able to enslave the Shechina. So Hashem says, going back, now we understand what the word hav, hava means. Hava means have hey. It's not borrowing from the Ben Ishai. Just taking that piece right there. Hav, hava means have hey. Give us the hey. Hashem says, ah, you want, you want bottom up? I'll show you bottom up. Let me introduce you to someone named Avraham. Pasuk says that when Hashem created the world, told the Shemayim Ba'arts, Behi Baram. Behi Baram is spelled in the Torah. You'll get any say for Torah. Behi Baram is with a small hey. Behi Baram. Which Rashi already brings from Chazal is a, an allusion to Avraham. You know, Behi Baram is the Osios Be'Avraham, which means Bishvil Avraham. The whole world is for Avraham. The whole world is for the person, or for the people, for any person who wants to do something from the bottom up. My dear friends, oh, now my father's back on. Isn't that crazy? My father's back on. So, he really is a Kabbalist. So... Avram Avinu is not only one of the builders of the Migdal Bavel. Avram Avinu is one of the bricks of the, of the Migdal Bavel. When Avram Avinu goes into the Kivshan Ha'esh, just like the other bricks, that's Avram Avinu being formed as Avraham. It's not Stam. Avram has to walk through the Kivshan Ha'esh in order to leave the project so we can go to Eretz Yisrael, Lech Lecha Me'artzicha, to the land that I'll show you. The land that I'll show you means doesn't even tell him where he's supposed to go. 
Lech Lecha. Lech Lecha. You do it. We spoke last week about how Tevas Noach didn't have oars or a rudder. There was no way for him to direct himself. Hashem said, this is all you, that Lech Lecha. Go to the land that I'm going to show you. Create yourself. Hey, you know the Gemara says that the, this world is created with an Osei. Because the Pasuk says, Ki Hashem tzor olamim. Gemara Menachos. Ki Hashem tzor olamim. Ki Hashem was tzor the world. Hashem created the world out of the Yud and the Hey. The Yud is for Olam Haba because it floats above. It doesn't, the Sefer Torah is not kosher unless it has sirtu. It has to have lines across the parchment of the Sefer Torah. The Yud that floats above the line doesn't touch, it's the only letter that doesn't touch the line is that which is just floating just above this world. The hay is how Hashem creates this world. And the Gemara says, why is it called the hay is, is, is this world? Because this world is filled with flaw and filled with scraping your knees. And this is the Lashon of the Gemara. What does this mean? We have to understand what this means. The hay means that even if you fall out the bottom, even if you fall out the bottom, there's a window on the side that you can climb through if you really want it. If you really want it, even if you fall at the bottom, you could climb up through the top. It's like they say by the Kutzker. The Kutzker said, the Gemara talks in Brachos about how there was a certain school of thought under Rabbi Gamliel that wouldn't let people into the base magic unless they were tochel kibaru, unless their insides and their outsides were the same. Like you had to be, you couldn't just be like, I want to come learn a little bit. You had to be Midos Tovos, through and through, Mikvah Tahara, you know, Tehillim before you enter the base. It had to be like super, super elite scholars allowed into the base Medrash. So the Kotzker said, well, what did he do? He had like a bouncer at the door that like somehow had, you know, x-ray vision that could see if you were Tocho Kabaro. How did they know who to let in? You had to like apply and you know, I don't know what, go for like a battery of psychological tests before you could enter into the, into the base marriage had. So the Kutzker said, such a Kutzker of art, he said no one was allowed in actually. The front door, there was just a bouncer there, no one was allowed in. But if you really wanted it, you would find the back window to climb through. <laughs> if you really, really wanted it inside and outside completely through and through, you would, you would find a way in. And Avnovinu is the one who says, I'm not born perfect, I'm not a tzaddik tamim. I'm, I'm, I'm an idolater, the son of an idolater. I, I built the Migdal Wavel. And I was part of this project that wanted to do something from the ground up. Rav Yaakov Moshe Charlap, the student of Rav Kook, said that the reason the Migdal Wavel is built in Bavel is because this is a foreshadowing of the Talmud Bavli, where there's going to be people who come to fight against Hashem, Kivyachal. Nitzchuni Banai. Loba Shamayimhi, that we're going to come from the bottom up, we're going to say, Hashem, this is what the Torah means. You say an eye for an eye. Now it happens to be that the Torah Shabbat, the Rabbam writes, there was never a based in from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu that ever thought eye for an eye means literally that. There's lots of problems with there being an eye for an eye literal. It's Gemara Bav Kama. But the Torah Shabbat is the struggle of the Jewish people with absolute, absolute, giving 100% authority to Hashem direct us towards that. Hashem says, I'll show you where it is. This is not Stam, you like revising what I want but it's going to come from the bottom up through hard work. You're going to have to find the back window to find, find your way through. And the Avram Vino's only interest in doing that is doing it together. Like we said before, in the beginning, it's Ish Bayomer Ish El Rei Ehu. 
the way that Torah Shabbal Peh works, the way that Torah Shabbal Peh, the, the Indian of Achri Rabbi Mahatos, the idea of the Lishcha Sagazis, which is created in a semicircle of people facing each other, that nobody should have their back to each other, but a, a half circle, means that everybody is facing each other. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Anan B'chavivusat Halimilsa, the Chavraya of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, that he, so he called his students, Chavraya. The Chavraya, the friends. Because he didn't see himself as a teacher, he saw himself as part of this network of friends where nobody has their back to each other. Is a half circle because we understand that to the degree that we're together, and it's a Vayomer Ishal Rei Ehu, and that we're doing it together, the other half of the circle, which we don't see, is the half of the circle of Hashem saying, Nitzchuni Banai. Ela Eretz Asher Reka, I'm showing you how to do this. Lechtich Achra Bamidbar, you're walking in a desert where you're not exactly sure where you're going, because I haven't given you the map, because you're not a tzaddik tamim. But together, together, with me, like the Arizal said, Hine Matov Manayim, Sheves Achim Gam Yachar. What's the, what's the gam yachad? Hine matov manayim shevet achim yachad. How good it is when brothers sit together and sisters. How good it is when siblings sit together. Hine matov manayim sheves achim gam yachad. What's the gam yachad? Gam yachad is the echad yachid umayuchad is gam yachad with you. That when you're sitting in a way where there's respect for another person's perspective and there's a depth of listening which is the whole Indian of what you're doing when you're learning Gemara. You're trying to, we're quoting sometimes opinions that we don't pass in like we are trying to understand what is, what is this maverick opinion of Rav Shemim Gamliel and Yerushalmi? That he's the one person who says that you could do it like this. What, what, what was he trying to say? Even if we don't pass in like him, what was he trying to say? And then we say, okay, but we have to go with the Acher Rab Mahatos. We go with the majority. The Jewish people have this sixth sense about them about how to interpret the Torah to the degree that we're listening to each other, to the degree that we're doing it together, and recognizing that there's another half of that circle, which is the shechina, which closes the circle, which completes the circle, that's how quickly we'll get to the, the Gemara says in the end of Tainus, that there'll be a machul tzaddikim, there'll be a big circle for the tzaddikim, and Hashem will be in the middle, and we'll be pointing to the middle, saying, Hashem this is Hashem that we are waiting for. That's the hay that Hashem saying, ah, Havan, Nilvan, Olevenim, you want a brick? You, you told Avram to walk through the Kivshan Aish. Isn't that what you were doing to the bricks? Here's a brick, I'll show you a brick. Havan, Nilvan, Olevenim. What you really were begging for is you were asking for the hay. You were asking, you were begging for somebody. You were so traumatized by the Noach, who if you're not perfect, then the world needs to be destroyed. What you were asking for is someone to teach the Bali Tshuva how to come back. You needed someone to show you how to get through the window. So Hashem says back, this is what the Gros says, Hava Yarda, Hashem says to the Pamaya Shemala, come, Hava, let's go down. That this hay should come into the world, that there should be somebody who's capable of fixing everything that happened before in a way where he's showing you how to, how to get into the base Medrash. Chosev Leblin said, Chosev Leblin said that in our generation, I mean, he was talking about his generation, this is already going back quite a few hundred years. He said, in our times, everybody, there's no such thing anymore. So he said, this is what Chosev Leblin said. He said, there's no such thing anymore as, yeah, okay, v'amich kulam tzadikim, we're all tzadikim, but there's no such thing as the tzadik that we're, everyone is b'vachinas bal tshuva now. 
the, the final generation, the Ikvis of the Mashiach, the generation which welcomes Mashiach, is the generation, like Rav Kook said, the Gemara says, Mashiach will come when we're either Kulo Chayav or Kulo Zakai. When we're completely, completely guilty, and like Hashem has to do an emergency procedure to bring Mashiach, or we're completely righteous and deserving of Mashiach. So leave it to Rav Kook to say, Rav Kook said, that our generation, talking about his generation, which we're, we're right after that generation, said our generation is Kulo Zakai and Kulo Chayav at the same time. We're such a peculiar generation. There's no generation which is as any Jew who's putting on tefillin and saying Shema and learning and sitting and preparing for Shabbos together. Certain tzaddikim would say it after the six million. To still be doing that, Kulo Zakai. And any mistake... On the other hand, we're kulo chayev, we're such a mess, we need so much, we need Hashem to come and swoop us out of our own mess that we've made for ourselves. And we need a Rebbe, like Avram Avinu. The Gemara in Brachu says that Bechach Hosmin, Avram Avinu is the chasima. Avram Avinu is the final stamp. Avram Avinu is the last thing that we're waiting for. Avram Avinu is the one who started davening shachris the Vayashkim Avram Baboker of Avram Avinu's Shachris is not talking about the argument back and forth about stone. You know, if there's this many people or this many people, it's talking about after stone was destroyed. And the next morning, Avram Avinu woke up to the mushroom cloud over stone and he realized that he wasn't answered. He continued davening. Avram Avinu is the one who established tefillah when he saw that I don't, Hashem doesn't just listen to, I mean, Hashem, that, that would be foolish. The whole institution of tefillah, trying to change Hashem, you know better than Hashem. The conversation that Hashem says, you, oh, you want to you wanna build something from the bottom up, you want to try to really build something yourself, I'll show you how to get there. And the way to do that is to hang on to a, a Rebbe like Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is the one who opens the door to everybody. And he says, let me show you how to sneak in through the window because there are places where it's not like my tent. But together, I'll train you. We'll be able to, I'll, I'll teach you to be able to sneak in through the window.
Speaking about the Maharal, he's, one of the, he's probably the world expert on the Maharal. He's written multiple volumes of annotated critical edition of the Maharal. And he gave a shir about the Maharal's conception of the concept of Hanukkah and spoke about the, the concept of Hanukkah being connected to the world of eight. And Toch Kedei, he said something there that I just want to bring on here for a minute. He said that by, by Yidin, certainly within this concept of the Maharal's understanding of the qualitative, not just the quantitative nature of, of numbers, so he said we don't have like uh, decimal points, we don't have like, uh, we don't have like a, you know, point two, point three, it's not, we have whole numbers. And if the Torah wants to describe, for example, the halfway point between what the Maharal is already so much filtered into, into Jewish education, this concept of the Maharal that I think everyone's familiar with, seven means, you know, the seven days of the week, it means this worldliness, it means all the different directions with the Nakuda primis in the middle, seven is Shabbos, six directions, up, down, right, left, forward, and backwards with a point in the middle that holds everything together. It's physical space. And eight, which is brusmila, is l'malam and ateva. Anyone ever been to a brusmila? You've heard this before. Problem is that the Jewish people don't believe in either the world of seven or the world of eight. We don't believe in the world of seven or the world of eight because this world is real. This world is not empty and this world is the Tach Sabria. Chazal say that Hashem wanted the Dira B'Tach He wanted there to be down here in the down, down, down deep in the deepest, deepest place. He wanted there to also be His presence down here in this world. At the same time the world above which closes their eyes when they say Shema to say the whole world is not this is not this is just an illusion. Stira. And most people fall into the place of a stira and don't know how to bridge the gap between them. And Avram Avinu comes to the world in order to begin to bridge that gap. 
So Hartman said that we don't have nekudos of, there's no way to exactly express the in-between seven and eight. How do you exactly bridge the gap between that? He said the way to bridge the gap between that is not 7.5, because one has to think of it as 75. The very beginning of the partial when Avram Avinu was going out on this journey to go to Eretz Yisrael, the Torah seemingly, Khalila, gratuitously tells us that Avram was 75 years old. The Gemara and Brachos says Avram Avinu was the first person to call Hashem Aleph Dalit Nun Yud. We've spoken about this before. We've reviewed many times together the explanation of Rav Shimshon Rafael Hirsch on Adon Olam. When we say that Avram was the first person to call Hashem Aleph Dalit Nun Yud, my master, what that means is that Avram was the first one to find out how to bridge the gap between seven and eight. He was the first one who was able to say, on the one hand, you're the Adon. You're the Adon Akol. But there's a Yud at the end. You're my Adon Akol. There's a personal relationship here. The world of seven and eight become bridged by Avram Avinu. Myral says that, he writes this in, in his Biurim to by Hanukkah, or a little early for Hanukkah, but it's never too early for Hanukkah. You know, we already started saying, it's already winter, so time to start with the Hanukkah Torah. The Maharal has a, 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 I won't say the whole thing right now, but he has a, a biur on the idea that it was specifically the Kohanim who have to fight against Yavon. Because Yavon says, take your pick. Run in the Olympics or be a monk. But like, don't, there's no bridging the gap between that. It's like, you know, run in the Olympics or be a philosopher. But don't, you can't, you can't be a Kohen working in the base of and also be a warrior. <coughs> so the Maral says that Kohen is 75, that's what he says. Chaf is 20, Hay is 5, Nun is 50, 75. Kohen is 75. Kohen is the one who comes and says to Yavan, this is the Hemshech of Avram Avinu's Derech. Avram is called Kohen. Kohen le'el alyon. That's week's Parsha. Avram is the Kohen who's able to say that He's able to create some sort of liminal space between this world and a world beyond this world and to refuse to pick one without the other. Pasuk says in Shira, Shiram, achos lanu haktana. We have a little sister. Achos lanu haktana, says the Medrash Chazal. Achos lanu haktana, ze Avramavinu. This is Avramavinu. Why is Avramavinu called achot? Because he was acha, which means he was sewing together. He was sewing together two things that were ripped apart. The heaven and earth are pulled apart so that Avram could stitch it back together so that we could do something from the bottom up. Sometimes from the backside of the stitching, it looks pretty ugly. We don't realize exactly what's, you know, the backside is a mess. Chavetz Chaim said that as we get closer and closer to, we get closer and closer to, to Mashiach, he said it's like a, when you're writing a, uh, you're writing a um, postcard in camp, you know, like a postcard. So you start off like, in order, in at least the camp that I went to, you, you have to, on mail days, you have to, spoiler alert for the parents if you didn't realize this, the, the, 
they make you write the postcard in order to get canteen on mail days. You know, so you have to like write the letter in order to have. If everyone once everyone writes the, their letter, then they release the canteen. You know, so all the kids are taking out their postcards and they're like, "Dear mom and dad," trying to fill up the thing. Camp is great, right? In huge letters. And then you start to say, you know, like actually, you know, I made this new friend. We won the hockey game, or like whatever. And all of a sudden, you start to like have what to say. And now you're like getting towards the bottom. And you're trying to squeeze a couple times, and then you're trying to squeeze in every last little thing. It's like tiny little letters, tiny little letters like this. That's one mashal the chavetz chaim said. As we get closer to the end, we're trying to squeeze in every last little thing because we wasted so much time in the beginning with so much big. He said the other mashal is as we're getting close to the Yom Shakula Shabbos. Everyone, any, anyone who ever walked into a house on Arab Shabbos. You know, it's like a little salt to the soup and then turn on the air conditioning and then did you forget to shut the light? It's like a million different things. And that's what it feels like on this, at this kufa in life, right? It's like one second, it's like, I need to be learning. So I need to be doing more chesed. And it's like, I, need, I just need to be more of a, a human. I need to be like a person. You know, I just need to be, and then, and then you're fixing this and that. You're putting these less and everything is chaos. And we're bridging, we're sewing together like the world of seven and the world of eight, we in the space in between seven and eight, 75, we're like in that space and we're kohanim for Hashem trying to make the last little tikkunim. And then Hashem flips over the thing and says, look at this beautiful thing you've been making. You didn't re- Underneath it was like, there's like strings hanging, you ever see like the backside of like a, like strings hanging, it's ugly and it's a mess. And, and then all of a sudden you flip it over and there's this beautiful painting. There's a beautiful portrayal of what it is that you're, and Avram Avinu was the first one to call Hashem Aleph Dalit Nunyur. I'm not going to let you stay up there forever and schlep you into this world. And I'm not going to let you leave me down here forever and I'm going to force you to schlep me up out of this world. This has happened so quickly. <laughs> Yeah.
Good job, Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job.